2: live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio the George Washington
1: Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now,
3: here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See, si, Senor. Friday, Friday, weekend's here. Dimly lit room for the Armstrong and Getty Show, broadcasting across America today under the tutelage of our general
4: manager. Co-general managers today in an odd combo, to say the least. Our general managers are Alexei Navalny, now late Russian dissident, and Caitlin Clark, all-time leading scorer in NCAA women's basketball. Oh, yeah, man. If you've never watched a
3: highlight YouTube video of her, you should check it out. She is Steph Curry in a ponytail. She is unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, the real story is Alexei Navalny is dead like Putin wanted him for all these years. He was some Arctic penal colony on some BS charges where he was probably poisoned again. Or just starve to death. Or just starve to death or work to death. There's a guy who is in fa- uh, bad health from having been uh, poisoned at least one other time. And uh, I don't know. I was getting angry as I heard that news. If you, if you have never seen the documentary Navalny, it's fantastic. Really, really, really good. Talk about a brave guy. Wow. There need to be statues of him. And, uh, and, and and books, and he needs to be remembered. People like that that stand up to a, per- a person like Putin. But I was getting angrier and angrier about the crowd that looks to Putin for fixing the world. You people are freaking nuts. He's a murderer. He's, a, he's, he's just an evil, evil murderer. Like, yeah. throughout the history of the world of evil murderers and kings, he's one of them. He yes, has
4: nothing absolutely. to look for up to at all. Yeah. Yeah. As the uh, uh Twitter account put it, it's it's a take too long to describe what it is, but it's a Twitter account dedicated to news and defense and and all sorts of different stuff. He said people who hold or uh, people on the American right who hold up Putin as some sort of role model are delusional. I agree, a hundred percent. It's a sickness. You know, we're going to get into that theme a little bit in mailbag in interesting fashion. I'll tell you. Um, I- I would prefer to focus my attention on the horrors going on on the left, honestly. But there's some stuff uh, happening over here on the right that we really ought to nip in the bud if we can.
3: I thought it was interesting that the only comment I heard out of the Biden administration about the death of Navalny came from Kamala Harris. That's a couple of times this week where there's been a big news story. And the sound bite that is immediately available is from Kamala Harris. She talked about the bravery of Navalny and how Putin uh, is evil and killed him and blah, blah, blah. And the world should know and blah, blah, blah. That
4: statement was not Joe Biden. It was Kamala. 100% a presidential moment to make a comment on that. 100%. Right. And it went to the f- half-wit Veep to do the job. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And it's only February, folks. The election <laughs> isn't for seven more seven more months, nine more months. And the inauguration isn't for 11 more months. Mm. And this senile old husk is going to be the president? It's ridiculous. <laughs> husk? I read it as the of
5: our institutions.
3: Um, uh, yeah, that girl that plays college basketball for the University of Iowa is a, an extraordinary player. And she broke the all-time NCAA scoring record last night with a three-pointer, which is appropriate because that's... Her specialty, although she can do lots of other things, but man, she is something. It I uh, uh, went to a high, couple of high school basketball games recently, as I mentioned, because my son plays drums in the band there. Anyway, man, the three pointer is the thing. If that had been back when I was in high school, everybody would have been benched. What the
4: hell are you doing?
3: Oh yeah, shooting from out there. What the hell are you doing? Rock the ball into the post. You you back in. You pass it around. You get a layup. You don't shoot from way out there. There was not a three pointer back then, but. Yeah. And and it's kind of interesting that, that that happens. I noticed uh, that both, the, the both teams occasionally would just, like, back off. I would think you'd back off everybody. Steph Curry shoots 40% from three. I mean, just go ahead, knock yourself out, take as many threes as you want. I'm surprised that isn't the way you handle it in high school almost entirely
4: because they don't oh, make yeah. that many. Oh, in high school? Sure. Yeah. Just have five guys rebound. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can set up. Take your time. Take it to get good and ready. Eyeball that rim if you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> five on the shot clock, but take your time. I don't know. The team I, I watched just
3: one last night and is moving further in the state finals so that they know more about it than I do. But I was just I was just surprised by that. Uh the three pointer it's dominates clear down to the kids now.
4: Um so practice uh, you know that? What, at home, a, I guess. Practice don't practice layups, practice three pointers. Oh, yeah, gunning it from downtown. Uh, The other teams in uh, Iowa's conference really need to, is it Iowa or Iowa State? I can never remember. I think it's Iowa. Yeah, Um, I think you're right, yeah. My dad Uh, went to Iowa State, so we keep track of these things. They need to uh, have a bunch of uh, transgender women, quote-unquote women, because transgender women are women, play against Caitlin Clark to guide her. That's how you stop her. You have men on the court, because men are women if they say they're women.
3: And I was watching this high school girls' game, and uh, it was just one team was way taller than the other team, and the other team could not get it past half court. They just couldn't because they just they try to pass it, but somebody a foot taller would just bat
4: it away. <laughs> you got to use your quicks. You got to use your speed, unless you don't have any. <laughs> a little hard to watch. Oh. That's rough. I know. That's rough. I saw so many of those games doing play by play for high school sports as a young man. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just the, the poor kids, so discouraged well, and, and their and, parents and the coaches. Oh,
3: and as I keep saying in these, because I'm seeing a lot of lopsided high school sports lately. Since my kids getting older, a uh, uh, nobody learns anything. The, the winners or the losers. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know what you do about it. But
4: yeah, yeah, got to get more parity somehow. Well, they try yeah. with you know the divisions and the single A and the double A and all, but uh, sometimes it doesn't work out so well. <laughs> Didn't one of you call a game where somebody only scored like two points? Yeah, I think it was four to two at halftime. Yeah, this game
3: I saw the other night, the the team that was shorter scored two points right before half, so it was like, whew, got that goose egg off the board before we head into the. That's going to be a momentum right. going into the locker room. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll use that momentum in the
4: second half, Jim. Oh, build I should point that, up- Joe. The 4-2 to two was not a hockey game. <laughs> it was basketball.
3: Yeah. Well, I could see that if you had two teams like that. I would, yeah. oh, A
4: lot of missed shots. Uh,
3: <laughs> uh, let's start the show officially, and then we got some stuff to say about that, definitely, on this Friday. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is uh, Friday, February 16th, the year 2024.
4: Life will not be a bore in 24. Where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Not so far, anyway. All right. Let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules, regs at Mark.
2: They would pair uh, champagne, chocolate, and
4: champagne, chocolate, and caviar. It was a three and it was like three different things. Sweden, Russia, someplace
2: else. I'll make that up. But um that that was the most expensive thing we did that trip, and I paid for I paid for that. You pay cash.
4: I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. What the hell was that? The Clarence Darrow of the 21st century, the great Fonnie Willis, prosecutor of Fulton County, going after Trump and 18 co defendants there. She's, uh, she's being grilled because she paid her lover zillions of dollars that he then rained upon her well, thousands. as part of the thousands. Yeah, I'm sorry. hundred, well, hundreds of thousands. Um, and, uh, and there's a whole to do during, in the midst of that trial against Trump. But uh, so uh,
3: somehow it becomes part of her testimony on the stand under oath that she uh, did a wine tasting, but prefers vodka. I don't. I don't mean, know. How does all that stuff factor into
4: any of this? Uh, they were talking about the various trips they took and how much money was spent <laughs> can and you, who foot the bill. Can you imagine being grilled about that? About a so relationship,
3: first seat the bill. Anyway, first of all, on a, uh, on some things that happened a couple of years ago, and secondly, on a relationship that ended, and it would appear to not end on the most friendly terms, as they are no longer friends of any kind. So, uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun to sit up there and recount uh, meal by meal, drink by drink, hotel room by hotel room. How well, about when it all did went you to, first start having sex? All that sort of stuff. When did you stop? Right, yeah, and question of, uh, did he ever visit you where you laid your head, which I thought was an interesting way to uh, to put that. What What is this, 1840? <laughs> well, I guess that was to get away from, like, you, you, a specific question about your house, or the wherever you oh. were sleeping, was he there also? Oh, I, I is see. The, is the way okay. to say that. Yeah. Because otherwise you can dodge around a whole bunch of those things. You're at your sister's house and he meets you there or something, you know? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, duh, does that have any significance? I'll tell you. We got a whole bunch of clips. It's pretty entertaining, man. That Fonnie Willis, she had a flipping head of steam. And she, she ran up there and took over the courtroom and just was like, you, I'll tell you all what's going to happen here. And you're going to listen to me, and I'm going to talk and about what I want, when I want, how I want. And you're all going to shut up and listen. And kind of the way it went. Um, it's but It's being said that the judge lost
4: control of the courtroom because I think it was he. Is that a he judge or a she judge? Think I'm a, thinking the judge, whoever it was, was, sitting back thinking, this is great. This is <laughs> crazy. Is that, this, is, this is televised. <laughs> Every
3: news show tonight is going to have clips from my trial. This is going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> But does is there any significance to this Trump wise? Trump being president wise, is there any significance?
4: If she were to get kicked out of the trial, Fani Willis, or, or even disbarred, which hadn't occurred to me was a possibility, but um, it, it would certainly cause a significant delay as they reassembled the prosecution team. Well, uh, the
3: the the Fox side of politics is
4: presenting it as a it clearly
3: shows all this is a railroading of Trump, and it's a an, an, an s it's a circus behind the scenes. The uh, uh, MSNBC side of politics is presenting this as a black woman really sticking it to her detractors, and man, she let them
4: have it yesterday. Oh, of course, yeah. How about? You know, putting aside the legitimacy of the charges against Trump and his co-defendants, because it really doesn't enter into its... How about she, the, 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 the DA in Fulton County is a crook? Sure. That doesn't so. necessarily prove that the charges against Trump are cooked up. Right, yeah. No, I
3: wasn't thinking about the Trump angle of it at all. I was just watching thinking, I wonder how often this happens. Is this, like, common and she's thinking to herself, God, how did I how did I end up getting caught for this? Everybody I know, all my f- fellow district attorneys across the country, all give the, the 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 most expensive expensive count to our friends or lovers.
4: <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that a common thing? Yeah, I don't know.
3: It might it's, be. It's certainly
4: unsavory. Lovers probably
3: not, but certainly could see how it might go to people you're chummy with. And hey, you know, why don't we uh, turn this into a uh, uh, a fantastic weekend we go to this restaurant and discuss the case using my finger quotes that sort of thing right
4: or i just i hire one of my golf buddies in essence pay him lots and lots of money and we do lots and lots of cool golf trips and he pays for them and then when somebody says uh why did he pay for it i say oh i paid him back uh in cash right yeah big stack of cash <laughs> got any receipts or records or anything no no
3: it's cash well you wouldn't if you paid cash unless you're a weirdo um, I keep receipts from all my dates.
4: Uh, well, yeah, but still, come on. I go on a golf trip with, with a guy. He picks up the tab. Then we figure it out and split it down the middle. And I show up with a big stack of cash like I'm Tony Soprano? Come on. <laughs> How does mailbag look, which is on the way? Strong. Plus, we have Clips of the weekend moments.
3: I want to talk about my demoing of the Apple Vision Pro headset yesterday at the Apple ah, Store. Which exciting. was mind-blowing. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. So, among other things, we got on the way. Our text line is 415 295 KFTC.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Oh, breaking news. Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis. Willis, will not take the stand again today. She was supposed to be going in in minutes, actually, and taking the stand again today. I don't know who or
4: why they pulled the plug on that, but okay. Hmm. Hmm, yeah, I'm curious. Well, we'll wait and see. Yep. Freedom Loving Quote of the Day coming up in a couple of minutes, plus mailbag. First, though, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week.
1: Have you ever put butter on a pop-tart? Oh God's sake. It was unbelievable. The
4: resolution is adopted. This is Cow
3: Clips of the Week. I've got a busy day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so on.
2: There are... You know, people of every age and, and gender, by the way.
5: I know I don't look like it, but I've been around a while. 86% of Americans think Biden is too old to serve another term as president.
2: Including 73% of Democrats. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey?
5: Mama Kelsey. I she makes great chocolate
1: chip cookies. How do you go on TikTok and end up looking older? No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. Say hey, if you think it costs a lot right now to support Ukraine, think about the costs uh, to American blood and treasure. Helping a free people defend their freedom is simply the right thing to do.
4: In the north of the Gaza strip
2: Israel discovered a
4: massive tunnel beneath the United Nations Relief Works Agency or UNRWA headquarters.
5: I'm saying to you we've not called for the killing of white people at least for now.
4: He got close to me, I got the right angle on him and I hit him from behind. I see the gun on the ground.
5: He utilized both male and female
3: names. Houston Police Department reports, she has been identified this entire time as female.
4: Just let
2: me
0: tell you which one you lied in, right here? Uh, I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. this you is you the truth, judge.
5: judge. It is a lie. It is, it, it is, a, lie. is. It is a lie. Hello, Mr. Walken, does this table work for you? Hey, Bob. Hey Bob. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry.
1: Just gonna run at 30-yard line. 25-20! Right side throw touchdown! Kansas City!
5: It felt
3: great, I'm telling you. I
1: blacked
5: out when I caught the ball though.
4: Too many things happened this week. I'm yeah. calling for a limit on things that happen. Right, no kidding. That's right, the Super Bowl. The world is moving too quickly for me. I suggest we get to mailbag in a little bit. We have time for a freedom-loving quote of the day. Okay. C- continuing on with Joseph Warren, lesser-known founding father, but important man. 30 seconds. Stain not the glory of your worthy ancestors, but like them, resolve never to part with your birthright. Be wise in your deliberations and determined in your exertions for the preservation of your liberties. Flow not the dictates of passion. That should be follow. Follow not the dictates of passion, but enlist yourselves under the sacred banner of reason. Use every method in your power to secure your rights. Or watch a lot of TV. Those are your options.
3: Uh,
1: We got a lot of the way. I hope you can stay with us and Getty.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. When we sat down with Navalny, he told us he was on an airplane on August 20th when he began to feel strange and then very, very sick. I said to the flight attendant and I kind of shocked him with my statement, uh, well, I was poisoned and I'm going to die. And I immediately lay down uh, under his feet.
3: That was from the first time that Vladimir Putin tried to kill Alexei Navalny, who had run against him for president. First time back when they were still kind of pretending they were actually a democracy and that they had campaigns and that you could actually run against Putin. When that was still happening, if you remember that, Navalny ran against him and had a fair amount of support, uh, best you can do in a dictatorship. Um, Putin uh, poisoned him and uh, almost killed him. Navalny returned to Russia rather than stay out of the country and uh, continued to uh, try to speak the truth about, How evil Putin was. Putin made up some charge of extremism uh, threw Navalny in prison way out in the middle of nowhere and uh, he died today. Well, he went for a walk and then he fell ill and collapsed Mm. on the sidewalk and they tried to resuscitate him but couldn't, according to the Russians. In a labor camp north of the Arctic Circle. Um, Navalny's mom has already told uh, the Washington Post that she visited him just a couple of weeks ago and he was in fine health and uh, seemed rather cheerful, but Of course Putin killed him. I mean, there's no point in even having a conversation about it. Um, uh, And Vice President Harris said today at a Munich conference that, let's make no mistake, uh, Russia is responsible for his death, and Navalny's wife was in the crowd for that speech. If you've seen the documentary, Oscar-winning documentary Navalny, which is fantastic, it's amazing how his uh, family supported him. He had his wife and a couple of really cute kids, and uh, they, they supported Dad Taking on Putin very much knowing that this was likely going to be the way it ended. Yeah. Why why now? Well, there's an election coming up in a month in Russia, and I think Putin probably thought, you know what? I don't need the distraction of anybody pretending to write in or 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 march in the street for this guy. Let's let's make sure he's not even around.
4: Make a martyr of him. I don't you know, it it's funny. I hadn't really even thought that, that he was quote unquote killed specifically yesterday or whenever it happened uh, a guy who's been poisoned a couple of times held in solitary confinement uh, forced labor underfed is not gonna have a long lifespan certainly certainly could have just died
3: yeah
4: yeah plenty of people who were uh, survivors of the concentration camps in Nazi Germany for instance died prematurely because of the stress on their bodies during their uh, you know being held anyway Uh, So, Putin is a monster, and a mobster, and a dictator, and the fact that there are those on the uh, often youngish American right who think he's some sort of role model of something is really disturbing. Got this email uh, from uh, Joe, Joseph, Uh, he wrote a couple of different things, and uh, I'll I'll read a bit of it, and then... We can respond. Uh, When you're talking about how Christian nationalism was going to be the next target of the left, uh, the new boogeyman, uh, and then I'm not sure exactly how he makes this transition, but this is why people like myself have a hard time with anything mainstream. We see the manipulation, but oftentimes we feel belittled by shows like yours. Yes, we follow Tucker. We follow Tim Pool and then some other people I've not heard of. Uh, that you may consider competitors online. We never think about that at all. It doesn't matter. But it's a huge segment of center-right-leaning people I feel you are dismissing. We are anywhere from our late 20s to our 40s who are conservative, but not necessarily early 2000s conservatives. Um, I feel that's where the Republican Party is, and that's why we support Trump, Tucker, etc., and we don't want war, and we don't fall for identity politics. Um, and it's it's it goes on. It's a very nice note. Um, I don't want I, war either, and I hate identity politics. Yeah, who does "quote unquote" want war or fall for identity politics? And I actually I wrote him back. I said, just curious, is disagreeing with you and saying I disagree with you "quote unquote" dismissing you because that's a hell of a standard to live up to. Then you're full on into Panderville now. Uh, I and. Uh, I need to make this point, but I hesitate to make it because it sounds too blankety and, uh, well, dismissive. There are a lot of things I see, not everything, just, the, just just a handful of things I see from the young, energized right that I would describe as falling for old scams, old scams figureheads not literally old, but the sort of thing that's been done and claimed over and over and over again in political history, this country and other places, the strong man who's going to right the wrongs and lead us to the glorious future. Uh, the damn, uh, you know, uh, all of your uh, human rights, your your constitutional rights, they're standing in the way. They're complicating it. Just need to trust this strong man to lead the charge. It's incredibly unhealthy and incredibly unwise. And I think part of the reason energized uh, uh, people in their 20s are hot to trot for some of this stuff is they don't have a life experience or haven't studied history enough to realize it's a scam.
3: Yeah, so Tucker Carlson, who's incredibly popular, and I used to watch his show every single night, uh, went over to Russia and has done a whole bunch of documentary videos about how great it is over there and why is Russia better than us and Moscow better than us. He was at a grocery store the other day talking about how much lower their prices are and cleaner their grocery store is and his thing on the subways. uh, I don't know if you saw that. I I watched that because the Moscow subways are extraordinary. I mean, they're absolutely amazing. They're like being at a a five-star hotel chandeliers and marble and statues and absolutely amazing you can do that in dictatorships it's uh it's a lot easier i don't know if you've ever seen some of the infrastructure they have some places they want it in north korea it's very impressive
4: yeah tucker uh, was talking about how much more impressive that was than american cities that are dirty and full of crime and the rest of it which is true there's a lot of truth to that Excuse me, but Kevin Williamson, who's a brilliant writer, he's worked for various publications, um, and a really interesting guy. He's a gun-toting Texan and a, a, a thinker and, like, a, a hard guy. I mean, not a hard guy, exactly, but he's he's a regular guy. Um, he wrote a piece for The Dispatch, and, and he goes into a fair amount of detail of some of the reports, but he says... Um, Carlson, who is doing a fantastic impersonation of Walter Durante, the disgraced New York Times correspondent who treated American readers to tales of the glory of life in Joseph Stalin's Russia, reports that the experience of seeing how clean and orderly Moscow is, is radicalizing for him. I suppose that everything in the ordinary world looks a little dingy after La Jolla Country Day School and that Swiss boarding school that expelled him. And American cities can be pretty awful. It is true a consequence of Americans' general contempt for public spaces. Many American tourists have had the experience of being shocked and shamed by how spruce and lovely things are in Amsterdam, for example. But not as many have seen the housing projects and sprawl beyond the parts of the city tourists frequent. Mm. The real, the difference is real, but it's easy to exaggerate, too. You could spend a fortnight in London without seeing the city's unlovely side. But the same is true of Philadelphia or Dallas. The irony. Here's the key part now. The irony of the Putinisms and near Putinism that we see in the contemporary right, one of the ironies anyway, is that Moscow represents precisely what they believe uh, Washington to be. An imperial city in which a coddled, politically connected, decadent urban elite enrich themselves through official influence and off-the-books relationships while scouring the countryside for young men to recruit into their vicious wars of imperialism and conquest. That is precisely what Russia is. And then he, he makes reference to the Russian girls working in boutiques in Manhattan. Of course, these uh, Russian girls that uh, somebody encountered don't have a lot to say about that. If they know, they may not be inclined to say. And if they are inclined to say, they are or should be terrified to do so. That's what terrorist states do. They terrorized. They're also pretty good at faking things, too. Durante fell for it because he wanted to fall for it. Progressive hero Lincoln Steffens, too, famously observed of the Soviet Union, I've seen the future, and it works. Does it? And it, it goes on in that vein. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's been pointed out since Tucker put out his video from that fancy grocery store. And uh, when I was in Moscow, downtown Moscow is uh, amazing. It, they You talk about uh, uh, inequity or uh, the lack of balance in, in uh, finances. It's an oligarchy, right? So there's a whole bunch of people that are super, super crazy rich, and then a ton of people that are very poor. But there's endless Rolls-Royce dealerships and Porsche dealerships and that sort of stuff, and, like, super high-end shopping in Moscow and super fancy grocery stores like Tucker went to. And Tucker Carlson, in his video, if you've seen it on any of the social media, talking about what the prices were, Uh, I'm glad somebody, you know, uh, did all the work to make the point that what Tucker paid is very cheap by United States standards. But it would be 60 percent of the average Russian salary. That one grocery bill,
4: monthly salary, that one grocery bill that Tucker checked out on. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kevin Williamson makes the point that 20 percent of Russia poops in a hole. They don't have indoor plumbing. Um, And he says, I understand not liking the United States. I really, really do understand. As I've written before, I still love my native country, but I think we should start seeing other people. Ours is an (laughs) often ugly, often (laughs) vulgar, spiritually sick society. But turning instead for inspiration to a brutal police state in which one out of five families uh, poop in a hole, summarizing, it's counterintuitive. Finding inspiration in the gulag where Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Grishkovich is currently held as a political prisoner, a real political prisoner. Not the victims of the patriot purge of Tucker Carlson's daffy imagination is also counterintuitive. But then what Carlson was up to in Moscow was not journalism. Journalism would, is what Evan Gerskovich did. And what Tucker did was, at best, tourism. It is tempting to call him a useful idiot, but he isn't an idiot. He knows what he is doing. I myself don't speak Russian, but I think I could read the look on Putin's face, which said, good doggy." <laughs> now, that's dismissive. Um...
3: So, Alexei Navalny, who it would seem is dead, most likely murdered either slowly over time or quickly, if, who knows, Putin does whatever he wants to do, Um, his wife just took the stage and gave a speech at that Munich conference, so uh, maybe we'll grab a little of the verbiage of that. Um... I don't know if this, uh, you know, this is the way it is with kings and dictatorships. You chip away and chip away, and you fight it, and 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 you know, you hope to overcome someday. And we'll, will this be another step that direction? Who knows? Yeah, often you fail. Often you fail. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. That's Grim a, stuff. That's a guy who gave his life because he is a true patriot for his country. He actually wanted to become a democracy and a place where they had freedom and. And everybody had a shot, and uh, he died for it. It's something. That's some story, um, we'll like play. many, many have. Yeah, throughout history, and uh, and will. Um, Katie's headlines on the way. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. I hope you can stay here.
0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: I do want to talk about my experience trying out the uh, Apple Vision headset thingy yesterday, Um, which was just absolutely stunning, but I don't know how any parent would try it out and not want to buy it. It's super expensive. Oh wow. So interesting. whether you could afford it or not, but if you're a parent, I don't know how you wouldn't like think we got to have this. I wish I had it back when my kids were little. Anyway, more on that
4: in hour two. Quick follow-up point from our previous discussion. Jack and I were chatting during the break about the fact that uh, on the right, we disagree with each other. We have disagreements. We talk about them. We trade arguments back and forth, and we think sometimes, yeah, you're just wrong. And sometimes we think, you know, you make a pretty good point. Uh, If it never happens on the left, lockstep, who can be the most loyal, adherent to whatever crazy-ass doctrine they've latched on to? You never, as Jack pointed out, you never see on CNN, CNN, for instance, two lefties disagreeing vehemently over some point of foreign policy or what have you. It's all lockstep. I haven't. Um,
3: so what do we call it Green's things Katie the no, news lady?
4: No, no, I, maybe I can jot it down for you. Let's mm. figure out who's reporting what It's the lead story with Katie Green. I need Katie? T- I need a teleprompter.
2: Thank you guys. From ABC News, White House confirms Russia developing anti-satellite capabilities
3: yeah the 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 unfolding of that story. So did that Republican chairperson leak that out
4: to alert America
3: was a, what, what was going on
4: there? There is, speaking of disagreements on the right, there is also a widespread belief that that was all designed to ratchet up anti-Russian sentiment and get the Ukraine aid passed.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Because that what the White House made clear is that that capability, uh, it's not like it's deployed. They've been working on it for a long time, and we've known about it for quite a long time.
3: Well, right, but my concern is... You know, uh, the Biden administration wasn't going to tell us there was a Chinese spy balloon going clear across the United States and spying on us and, until they were forced to. Right. And I just, yes, you know.
2: From the Washington Times, migrants who attacked New York cops linked to brutal Venezuelan gang.
4: Oh, boy. Oh, well, yeah, we're importing plenty of gangbangers from south of the border. Cartel, the cartels are operating openly in the United States now. Brilliant.
2: So I know that this news broke, but I wanted to leave this headline in because of the end of it. Fannie Willis, that's take hot seat, blah, blah, blah. That's not happening. After day one packed with yelling, a wink, and a surprise backwards dress. She had her dress on backwards, guys. I haven't seen anybody else talking about she that. She did? Yes, she did.
4: <laughs> what? Uh, I thought it fit really weird as she was walking into the courtroom. I wasn't going to make a comment because I don't comment second. on women's body shapes.
2: I will. Uh, it was on backwards.
4: <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> I'll have to see it. I'll have
3: to look at the video now.
4: Well, and we don't. do need to get to some of that audio from yesterday. It's, it, it, it's of questionable significance, but it's entertaining as hell.
3: Yeah. Huh. Oh.
2: From the New York Post. Idaho teen describes how hanging from power line with broken leg for an hour saved her life after crash. This
3: girl... There's a lot she, there.
2: <laughs> she, she didn't have her seat belt on. And in the process of being thrown from the vehicle... She had her arm cut off, okay? She gets, oh. she gets thrown, sh- and her, her leg was severed as well. She gets thrown. A power line catches her. The line pinched her leg so hard that it stopped the bleeding. Like a tourniquet, yeah. And she was electrocuted, and it cauterized her arm. What? Yes. What? Well, in an odd coincidence, a thousand
4: people just drove off the road. Well, listen. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Wow, you were saved by an
3: angel or something. You need to, like, write a book or start a religion or something. Wow.
2: From The Guardian. Plan for U.S. mini-city of 30,000 monkeys in Georgia for medical research faces backlash.
3: Mini-city monkey Georgia city thingy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to
3: monkey
4: town, folks.
2: <laughs> From Radar Online. Quote, sick of her... Us uh, Start over. Quote, sick of being her whipping boy. Barbara Streisand's husband is tired of the singer's alleged nagging.
3: Well, that's pretty funny. (laughs) I can imagine.
2: (laughs) And finally, the Babylon Bee. Biden says he can't remember a single time when his memory has failed him. Right. (laughs) I feel like I need to look into this
3: Georgia monkey town and learn more about it. Yeah. Before they all move there and uh, start their new lives, they know how hot it gets in the summer. It's going to be really humid there in Monkey
4: Town. Yeah, but unemployment's really low. Don't you take me to Monkey Town. They got the monkey business up in (laughs) (laughs) front. They're hiring. I have to figure out what that's all about. Yeah, we got some. uh, Probably about medical experiments that would make you blanch.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah probably would um uh another Trump trialy thing going on the one about his business that's got to be the one he's paying the closest attention to right where he's got to pay the giant fine and he might not be able
4: to do business in New York anymore right right and one of our brilliant emailers made a terrific point about the idiotic Alvin Bragg trial that we ought to be taking it more seriously and I think he's right I'll share okay. that with you
3: fantastic I want to hear that I like to learn things even on a Friday uh, if you missed a segment, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty on demand.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer, Dan Patrick, and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week. I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever.